Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. Don't follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter. Follow me at Strict Anonymous if you want to be on the show. It's called Strictly Anonymous. <coughs> Sorry, I'm still coughing. It's called Strictly Anonymous because. I change everybody's names. I change everybody's voices. I don't care who the fuck you really are. I just want to hear your true story. So if you want to be on the show because you have a naughty, interesting, true story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast uh, at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a confession that you want to leave on my confessions line. I have one of those. You could call it 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579. It's 347-420-3579. All those confessions are aired on my Patreon. My Patreon is a really great deal. For only $5 a month, you get to hear all the naughty confessions that have come into my uh, confessions line, as well as see all the R-rated sexy pics of all of my guests. Mostly every single female, except I think one, has sent in anonymous pics of themselves. So you could put a body to an episode. You also get Q&As where I answer all kinds of things. You get every single episode early and ad-free and you get access to my private Discord, which right now I think there's over 1,500 people on there. On Discord, you could do whatever you want. It's an open community. I don't get involved in the Discord, but everybody else does and you could post your own stuff there. That's a little bit more X-rated. Uh, but if you want to sign on to my Discord, you have to come through my Patreon. Like I said, it's only $5 a month, so it's a great deal. You can cancel it anytime. Uh, go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link and the phone number and all that good stuff will be in the description. So if you're driving, don't you worry about it. So today I have on David. David's story is super interesting, and he definitely doesn't disappoint. He's got a lot of naughty things that him and his wife uh, have done together and still do together. His wife knows he's calling in, so I'm going to have pics of him with him and his wife over on my Patreon. Um, but David called in to talk all about like how him and his wife got into all kinds of stuff. Like First, it was like pegging and that kind of thing, and then he realized he was open to hooking up with guys, and then she was very into it. I mean, she was always pushing the envelope. His wife is very much uh, a dominant kind of personality. They even set up a dom-sub relationship. She likes that. He loves it too. She was very down with him hooking up with guys. So they started out having uh, threesomes with guys. He talks about those. They had a couple of those to start off with. And those were his first experiences being with a guy as well as his first experiences seeing his wife with another guy, which he loved. They really love the hot wife scenario they also, like I said, set up a dom-sub contract between each other where he was like roped and collared and he started wearing panties for her and he just wound up into all kinds of things once they started going down this path and he talks all about it. Eventually, they started to do like the proper hot wife scenario, uh, which is her playing solo and because he's into guys, he wants to play solo as well. 
He talks all about that. It's been very hard for him to find a guy, okay? He has had no guy-on-guy solo action. He's had the guy-on-guy action, a lot of it, okay? He talks about it with the threesomes. But no solo stuff. He hasn't been able to set it up. But his wife has set up some very proper hot wife solo experiences. He loves them. He talks all about exactly what went down. One of them, the first couple ones that she did was with a old booty call of hers. Another one was with like a detective. And he talks about that. He talks about how even though he was very jealous in his past and had girlfriends that cheated on him, he is completely 100% down with his girl going playing solo. When she plays solo, he has no clue what's going on. They really don't have any rules or regulation between themselves there's full trust between them and he's just down with the whole situation he talks about the reclaiming sex how great it is he loves it all he tells a lot of great stories so i'm gonna get right to it and be right back on with david this is the strictly anonymous podcast oh hi dave welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast how are you today that's about thank you for having me Thanks for coming on, Dave. So listen, you're a bi guy. You like pegging. You like threesomes, MMF threesomes, which means is very different than MFM threesomes. MMF threesomes are like the guys hook up with each other, right? <laughs> you're into hot wiping, yeah. hooking up with guys, dom stuff, stuff. I mean, sissy play, women's clothes, dress ups. I mean, you're into it fucking all. I mean, you could be on my Fetish Friday episode, another episode. <laughs> You've got it. <laughs> Cover, Dave, right? That's it. Got a, got a few things. <laughs> oh, my God. You got, like, all of the above, all the stuff that I talk about on my show separately. You've done it all. So, like, where do we start with you? Let me just get, like, your where you're at right now. Are you a married guy? Yes, I am married, yeah. Okay, now, is this a, a private life that you live, or does your wife involved in all of this? No, my wife's um, 100% involved. It's actually partially her idea. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah, so both on the same page, which is good. Yeah, that's great. So let's start there then. So you're married to this woman. Now, were you bisexual and into guys before her? Is this something that came up when you were married with her? To be honest with you, it's actually after. It's probably only in the last couple of years. You'd like every sort of person, you'd see magazines or or like a good-looking guy down the beach or something, you go, oh, yeah, he's good-looking. But I guess just... I'd never really thought about it. It wasn't until my wife was, you know, we were talking one day in bed and progressed. And, yeah, I just thought maybe maybe there is a little inkling that I am by. But so to try to suppress it a little bit and, yeah, just found myself actually one day home alone and I was found, I think it was buy porn and started jerking off to that so it progressed from there and then did you cop to your wife because she was the one that brought it up first right is that what you were saying like she kind of brought up the idea yeah it really came out mainly after our first threesome that i actually said to her so i think you might be right i think i think i am by I don't think I could date a guy. I think it's more it's a sexual, sexual act. Well, let's go to your first yeah. threesome, okay? How does that come into play? And what goes down? So, basically, after, obviously, pegging and stuff that my wife does, my wife thought it'd be hot as fuck that she would like to see someone fuck me while I eat her out. And, oh. So, um, she was the one that was yeah. pushing seeing you get fucked by a guy. 
Yeah, because she always thought when I'm if I was going down on her and I had my ass in the air or whatever, she'd be like, oh, "I think it would be really fucking hot seeing you get fucked while you eat me out." And I was like, "I could, I could do that." And then it turned me on even more when she was like, "Dare you talking to me like that while we're doing it?" And um, the idea came up, so I went, "All right." So I jumped on Grinder. And you'd think that people would jump at the opportunity really quickly, and they did. But the, at the same time, they were sceptical of the whole marriage thing on Grinder. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's an Australian thing. But basically, it took me a while, a couple of weeks, and met up with this guy that came over, and I was hella nervous and evidently started talking about work with him, of all things. And then my wife's like, this is too much we're going to break the ice here and she stepped in and we took it to the bedroom and she said to me i'll take the lead and you follow and start off with the kissing which is a whole new experience for me kissing a guy and then i was hell nervous because i knew what was coming next and i'd so i've sort of sucked on the, the strap on do what my wife's got but i guess it's totally different from the real thing and my wife is like that's okay you know i've got you and she's like i'll take the lead again and she started on him and then she grabbed my hand and pulled me down and said all right your turn now and was very supportive and I don't think I was any good at it, but I gave it a go. <laughs> How did you <laughs> and, enjoy uh, it, though, for you? It was it was very different. <laughs> Let's just say <laughs> that. Like, it was arousing, <laughs> yeah. but very different. Uh, totally, yeah. I could imagine. It was a lot of things that first time. Thank God for your wife. She's a very dominant kind of woman. I mean, she's just fucking taking she charge is. of making everything happen. Exactly. Yeah, she could see that I was nervous and sort of like a little bit timid, so she... Always likes breaking the ice and just going for it. And I'm sure that helps. Um, it did. And the the action of the threesome that was hot, the whole fantasy of I want to eat her out and get fucked at the same time. Did that happen? Uh, that was, it did. It did. It was really, really hot. The feeling of a penis inside of me was like nothing else. And then he, we switched it up, then I was laying beside them and I was sort of kissing him and jerking off while my missus was riding him. Um, and then she's like, I want him to finish in you. Um, obviously, he had a condom on, but he just wanted to that experience. Uh, so he switched it up again and then I was sort of just kissing my wife while he was fucking me. Unfortunately, he was having trouble keeping it up. I don't know if it was the anxiety of the two of us there. I'm not sure. I kept asking if I'd come yet, which was <laughs> starting getting frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> um, but evidently, he you know, made me come, and it was really, really hot. He left, and then my wife and I looked at each other, and she wasn't really satisfied from him. And she's like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I want more. So we ended up just having sex for like an hour and it was multiple orgasms and it was hot as fuck. You and her. Yeah, you went to town and we both woke up the next morning a little bit sore, but it was definitely worth it. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's a pretty hardcore first time threesome, I think. Was this the first time you guys had done anything outside of your marriage? 
Yes, first time. Yeah, wow, that's major. And how long had you been married up until that point? Three years. Three years. Okay, cool. So now, is your wife into women at all too, or are you the only one bisexual? Look, she says back in her younger days, she she's done with things with women. She sort of says, what's the word she uses? Like maybe a part-time buy. She, <laughs> she could do it an attractive woman if she wanted to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what it goes down after. Fully her thing. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay, so what happens after yeah. that first experience? So I said to the like to the wife that I wanted to do the more. Well, she actually came up with a bit of a contract for a bit of a dom submissive role and made up a contract. And I read through it and things like making sure that she's always got water beside her bed if she wants an alcoholic beverage. So I've got to make one for her. Sit at her feet after eight o'clock every night. Just wow. little rules like that. I like yeah. these specific little rules she set up. <laughs> yeah. And look, to be honest with you, when I can actually remember to do some of these things you know, after a long day at work and stuff, it's really, really hot. Especially after that first experience that we went with it really hard for several weeks. And she'd go to work and come home at like nine o'clock at night sort of thing. And I'd be waiting on my knees with a collar and open hands on my knees and like full submissive role. So as soon as she comes home, she'd walk me down to the bedroom and we'd start play. That's so interesting because I'm always interested in like the real dominant woman because a lot of women are more geared to being submissives, right? What is she like in her regular life? In her regular, she is a very dominant person. I always say she's got, it's not funny to say for a woman, but I always say she's got big dick energy. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Hey, listen, I understand that having super hot sexual experiences is important to you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to my show, right? I get it. The best type of sex to me is that liberating, worry-free kind of sex where you just like lose yourself with another person without any concerns, including the risk of contracting an STI. And that's why I am thrilled to introduce you to the latest and greatest innovation in sexual health, Doxypep. Doxypep is a low-dose prescription antibiotic taken after unprotective sex, including unprotected oral sex. It acts like a morning after pill for STIs. Studies have demonstrated that it reduces the likelihood of contracting syphilis and chlamydia by 80%, as well as gonorrhea by 60%. And the good news is Shameless Care is offering Doxypep for just 109 bucks per year. It's not a subscription, so there's no need to cancel. You just pay $109 and you're going to get 50 
15 doses, which is a full year supply of medication without having an awkward doctor visit or waiting in pharmacy lines. You just receive your medication without any shame or hassle. To obtain DoxyPep today, go to shamelesscare.com and click on the prevention tab. That's shamelesscare.com. Click on the prevention tab or just go to the description and click on the link. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I'm like that. But I like to be submissive in the bedroom. But I love that she's big dick energy in and out of the bedroom. <laughs> she's a boss bitch. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cool. Yeah, she does label herself as a switch too because like she some night she's like, I don't want to do anything. I just want you to fuck me. And yeah, I'm fine right. with that. Uh-huh. So. Okay, cool. Interesting. Okay, go on. So now you've got this Dom sub thing going on. You're being collared. I mean, you guys are like really taking it to the next level. Definitely, definitely. And then, yeah, we, things where she would blindfold me and tie me up in the bed and literally have her way with me, peg me or finger me or whatever to make me come and I really love being blindfolded and just sort of have that, have to use your other senses to feel and hear what's going on. I've, I had one of my best orgasms from her actually blindfolding me and really pushed my legs back into my, my belly and literally fucked the shit out of me. And I had, while she was jerking me off and I had one of the best orgasms and it was, I couldn't even see what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, basically, after that, I sort of started watching a little bit of transsexual porn as well and kind of like that, wanting to wear women's underwear and having fully gone like clothing stuff yet, but I liked wearing that and the harnesses and stuff. So I went and bought them and then it progressed from waiting on my knees in a G-string and like a harness set so then my wife could attach the leash to any point of the harness or my collar. And for me, that was, I'd be on my knees with a raging heart on just waiting for her to walk through the door because I just, I wanted it. And yeah, it's even uh, like experience with that. It's been amazing. Yeah, I love the dirty talk. She always calls me a slut in bed, which just, arouses me even more and we even do now scenarios where we if we got no kids and we're both into it we went for a bike ride on my road bike through the mountains and come back and my wife was got really aroused from sitting on the bike and the vibrations and she's like oh, i want to fuck you want to get home i was like okay you want you want to jump on me that's fine she's like no no i want to fuck you i was like i'm down with that <laughs> and uh, she went to town on me, and it was that was another arousing thing too. By actually doing it in the middle of the day, uh, we both had a day off, which was good, no kids, and it was another heightened like, oh, this is really naughty, like because normally we'd be doing it only at night time. And then I'm like, one of someone sees us or hears us because people are home, and that was <laughs> the kind of like a scary but arousing feeling at the same time. Yeah, that's a uh, that's that's uh, a part. That's the big part of it, right? Maybe you could be caught. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And starting on the couch was even hotter too. Like just being out and sort of, I felt like in the open. <laughs> and then we finished in the bedroom for that day. But we've done other things like where we'll be on the couch and she'd start fingering me and jerking me off, or in the shower and stuff. And 
progressing from that threesome, it just evolved. We just did it more and more. Sometimes not the full dom submissive thing. Other times she would just stick a butt plug in my ass and say, fuck me. So that's that's always been hot as well. For you to be plugged Um, up while you have sex with her. That's correct, yeah. Um, I will admit, though, it is actually quite hard. I don't know about other guys, but it's quite hard to keep it in (laughs) when you're actually about to come. I don't know, because your muscles relax. I don't know what's going on back there, but I struggle to keep it in. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Because I know that you're so into hot wifing and you had that one threesome with that guy. Did you guys continue to do that as well? Yeah, we did set up a another threesome. I thought that we'd have guys lining up at the door, but unfortunately it's quite quite hard to shuffle through all the crap guys on Grinder. But we did find another one and he actually identified as a Dom. So my wife said you let him know because we were both using the profile. And she mentioned that the role that I am and she let him in the door and I was waiting there on my knees and actually that night I even had a cock cage on, panties and a harness. Oh my goodness. And he knows all this going in, right? I mean, you guys set it up. This is the scenario that you're looking for, huh? That's that's correct, yeah. So he walked in the door and then I could hear my wife and him talking. He walked down the hallway to the bedroom and it was a whole new experience, but he sort of like, like a cat, he just rubbed his hand over my head and was just like, you're a good boy. And then that, because I had my eyes closed, it was just that heightened sensitivity. And I'm like, this is kind of hot. And then he's like, take off my pants. And to be honest with you, I actually struggled to do that. I don't know why. I made it look really hard. <laughs> but then I, he's like, you're a good slut. Now I want you to suck me off. And he wanted me to call him sir. So I was like, yes, sir. And followed his rules. And he had a quite a thick cop from the, the last guy. So I was like, wow, I I feel for women because I don't know how the hell I'm going to put this in my mouth, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> yeah. And I did that and quite enjoyed it because I'm, as my wife calls me, I'm a size queen. And I'm like, this cocks in my mouth and it feels big, it's throbbing, it feels amazing. And then he's like, I'm going to fuck your wife, you're going to sit there and wait. And I was like, that's fine, sir. And he fucked my wife for a bit. And then my wife's like, all right, it's little slut's turn. And then she put on a strap on. He laid on the bed and I was giving him... I was blowing him and she was fucking me with the strap on, which was really fucking hot. I just, the whole spit roasting, I was enjoying every moment of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're the one being spit roasted. Yeah. And then she's like, we're going to swap it. We're going to change it up and he's going to fuck you. You're going to eat me out. I'm like, yeah, yes, ma'am. And did that. And then I was like, this is going to feel amazing. He's cold because it's thick. And... He grabbed, we have a chest at the end of the bed full of toys and stuff. He asked permission to use one of the toys first and we said that was okay. So he's was fucking me with a toy for a bit and then he kept saying, yeah, I've got to loosen you up for my big cock. And then hearing all that, I was just like, yes, sir, you do whatever you want back there. Like it was really, really hot. And once he slid his cock, I was like, holy shit, that's, 
really big and thick and he made me take every inch of it and I was I felt like I was in heaven. It was really hot. Unfortunately, throughout the play, he could keep up unlike the other guy, which was good, but it felt like he swapped between us too, too much that I never actually got to have that full getting fucked feeling. It was like... Full full tease pretty much for the full hour or so that we were doing it. And I kind of, I should have said something then, but I was like, at the end of that night, I was like, oh, well, she just would have just fucked me and made me come. And and then went to you, right, yeah. Yeah. He ended up coming, obviously, war protection as well, but he came to my wife and got me off by using a toy, which was still good. And then he made, while I was doing that, he made me, he took off the condom and made me blow him with cum all over his cock still. So that was hot because that was the first time I'd actually tasted someone else's cum. Obviously, during play, my wife would put some of my own on a finger and make me lick it off. But having someone else's, it was the first time. So that was very, very hot. Yet at the same time, I was sort of disappointed because I wanted him to finish and meet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was this, like, read the picture of the guy. Like, what kind of guy shows up to your house? Like, what was that guy's deal? And first of all, how old are you and your wife, though, by the way? Are you uh, we're, my wife's, yeah, we're in our 30s. You're in your 30s, uh, yeah, that's what I wife's, thought. So how yeah. old was this guy? I think he was, so I'm 30, I think he was 33 or 34. Okay, so a younger so just a little guy. bit older than us. Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. And do you know if he was, like, experienced or was this, like, his first time? He claimed he was experienced. We have spoken about meeting up other times, but my wife and I sort of had some problems at home, so we stopped playing for a while, and I sort of lost touch with him. But he did say that he was experienced. I just think he was too many things going on. If it was just me, he probably would, it would have been a lot better for him to actually do just me. Right. He was like it was like it, yeah. So he was jumping around, but it was still good that experience with him. Oh, it was still good. I mean, he had a really thick cock, so I really enjoyed that. Is that is that when you realized you're a size queen, or were you already realized you were a size queen before because you were doing, like, pegging and all that stuff with your wife? Yeah, so I I went into a sex shop with my wife, and we were looking at toys and harnesses, and I don't know what it was, but my eyes just kept getting drawn to the bigger dildos, and not not really massive ones, but the real thick, girthy eight-inch ones. And I'm just like, I, I love that. <laughs> and the one that we got was a. It's not a really thick eight-inch, but it's. I would say it's perfect. And when my wife uses it correctly, it just feels amazing. So. I always look for seven and a half to nine inches for a penis is what, is what I like. Wow. And what about your wife? Is she a size queen? No, she's the opposite. Oh, interesting. She, yeah, because I'm about seven, seven and a half inches myself. So she actually doesn't like mine. She can't do many positions. So she's the opposite. She wants a small one. <laughs> <laughs> well, does she mind girth? Is it more the length that she's concerned about? More the length. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I am like your wife. I sometimes think le- less length and more girth is the ideal. But everyone's different. Everyone's body type is different. But it's interesting because you like the way bigger t- stuff than your wife. That's right. Yeah, I've been with other women that have loved the size of my penis and actually wanted bigger and all this kind of stuff. You know, like my wife, she can't do doggy or 
reverse cowbell positions because I'm just too big and it hits her cervix and hurts. So, um, but obviously she makes up it with other areas, which I'm totally fine with. Oh my God. To listen to what she's fucking doing for you. I was thinking like before when you were telling me like all the stuff that you're into. I mean, when you met her, did you know she was so wild and open and into all these things? Like, were you always very open about what you guys were into from the get go? Or did this, all this stuff reveal itself over time? Yeah. Well, funny thing, I actually was dating a girl that she worked with, and the girl I was dating at the time kept telling me, oh, this girl, she's, oh, she's done these certain guys, and she's just like a porn star. And I always envisioned her like this nympho, just really horny chick all the time. So when I broke up with that girl and got my what now wife and experienced having sex with her, I was just like, I want to say she's like a full-on porn star, but I was like, holy shit, she just knows how to do things and really hot. But it's more later in life. Wait, wait, that's funny though. So your girl was coming home and kind of saying shit, like talking shit about her, kind of, right? Putting her down a little bit. That's right. She's like a fucking whore or whatever. But little did she know you'd wind up with her married, living your best life. That's so funny. Exactly. Oh, once my ex-girlfriend found out that I was now with my wife, she oh my lost God. her shit. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, because my wife is good friends with her cousin, fine enough, which I didn't know at the time. Yeah, yeah. And A little scandalous. She, oh, yeah, she's like, you left me for my cousin's best friend. And I was just like. <laughs> yeah, oh. well, maybe if you didn't talk her up so much, he would have never left you. I mean, she was talking her up, right? Exactly. And I remember the first time that my wife and I got together, we were texting and talking for ages, just friends. And she turned around and she's like, I want you to be my day little secret. And I was like, friends with benefits? And she's like, yes. I was like, I mean, and again, I was a little bit nervous. And funny enough, I had stage fright, which I had never had before. So it took me a bit to sort of get hard but again she's a very caring person she helped me and after that first night with her i went holy shit now i know what my ex meant she's like oh what do you mean i said she always said you fuck like a porn star and i said you do (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that is so funny so you knew going in she was like this girl it's interesting though how you found out (laughs) that's correct yeah from your Um, girlfriends that's right. And ever since we met, like we've always had just great sex. And because she's that dominant person uh, with a personality, she just knows what she wants. And hey, if, she, if I'm not doing something right, she just flips me over, jumps on top, gets herself off, and she's like, I'm good now. And she can either go to sleep or she'll tell, tell me to finish. <laughs> Right, but she takes control and satisfies her own needs and knows how to step it up. But even the fact that like oh, that definitely. first time that you were with her, a lot of girls would have been a, a little horrified that you couldn't get it up and would have taken it personally and been like, what's wrong? And But she didn't even fucking care. She's yeah. like a porn star. She's like, let me help you with that. Like, I, I got it. It's like... That's right. She, yeah, she's a she professional. She took, took my mind off it. And we talked and she was just sort of rubbing me and... For me, I was just like, this is embarrassing. Um, <laughs> but because she's just so sweet, she just helped me through it. And I got hard and did the business. But prior to that, I, or the half an hour drive from my house to hers, I was 
I thought I was going to have a freaking sore penis because I was hard the whole way. Oh my god! Until that's I so walked funny. in the door. <laughs> and then yeah. you were, yeah, but that just goes to show for any girl out there listening, if a guy can't get it up with you, please don't take it personally. It's not about you. It's about him. No. It was like you were just like two in your head. You were so overly horny for this girl that you couldn't get it up. It had nothing to do with you not being turned on. And sometimes women take it that way. I've always known guys really well, and I've never personalized it because I know this fact, right? But a lot of girls don't. They don't get it, and they do take it personally, and it has nothing to do with the girl or the guy not being interested. You were overly interested in this girl. So you knew going in she was so down for all this stuff. Now, does she love the hot wifing thing as much as you do? So that's actually all new, at least of once we started the threesomes. Look, it took us for her to, because we've actually stepped up the hot wifing now to where she's going off and meeting up with guys herself. Oh, okay. We got to get that um, whole story, but go on, yeah. Yeah. So prior to that, like the, the threesomes and that, I was into it because we were playing together. Since then, we've had many discussions and at first, I was a little bit like, I don't know if you, know, you going off and doing like a proper hot wife thing was what I wanted her to do. But also, she, she's a very good good wife and very, very loyal. And once we started talking more and more, I thought, well, the idea, and I've heard it on your show before and other podcasts where the reclaiming sex is really hot. And I was like, well, you give it a go. So she ended up hooking up with a guy that she used to knock boots with years ago before we got together. And I was sort of skeptical about it because he's does drugs and do other silly things. But I was like, oh, I'll trust her, let it go. And they, she said that, like, she, they went to a pub and he slapped her ass and all those things. She said that was very hot but very nerve-wracking for her being out in public with someone else especially with her because the rule was she had to keep her wedding ring on oh okay even when she's out in public with him that's that's correct yeah we both agreed that that was just the right thing to do i can't remember if that was the night that they did anything or it was just a dinner but anyway the first time she came back and i asked about it and it was hot and we had like a, a pre-warm-up reclaiming sex. And I just thought it was really hot. And then I was like, hey, this is hot. And they just went to dinner. I was like, imagine if they do other things. Right. So nothing went down that first time. Quick question, though. Who brought up the going solo with the hot wife scenario thing? Was it her? We both agreed. I was just more hesitant because I was a little bit unsure. But then she's also been... Supportive because I've been trying to find a guy to hook up with by myself as well. So we thought, well, hey, we can both do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you both decide you're going to hook up with Guy Solo. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, unfortunately, I've had no luck, but she's had plenty of luck. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell me more stories. So she sees that guy and it's just dinner and you are like so turned on even just by that. That's correct, yeah. And then she met up with him. Oh, she went to dinner with him again. It was literally, I got home from work. We've got two kids, so I sorted their dinner out. And she's like, go to dinner? I was like, yeah, it's cool. Have fun. And I sort of didn't know how it was going to go, but the fact that she didn't get home until nearly 10 o'clock at night, I knew that, hey, something must have happened. 
and she got home and she just spilled everything that dinner went back to his place he went down on her she went down on him he fingered her which she doesn't like he tried to keep using two fingers my wife doesn't like two fingers she only likes one so that was a bit of a a crappy time for her in that respect he had fine enough at the same sort of problem i had the first time he had trouble getting it up or saying hard which my wife thought was weird because that actually had sex years ago before so yeah but it's a di- i think it's a little different of a situation because he knows she's fucking married i don't know there's it's a little bit different don't you think yeah i understand I, I, when my wife told me i was like i could actually feel for this guy he's probably going through a lot right now yeah he's a little bit performing because he knows that she's taking this back home to somebody else or you're not there but you're kind of there i so i i would get why he would be a little he'd have a little stage fright that's right. So she they had sex and she came and he came and it was great. She come home and was telling me and I but in my previous relations I have been a I guess a, a very jealous person, been cheated on been cheated on several times. So that was always a thing. But with my wife and the way she's never ever given me any inkling that she would ever cheat or has cheated. She's always been very loyal. So with all this process, we're just open communication with everything. And when she told me, I was waiting at home and I thought that I was going to be jealous or get annoyed. But when she told me that he, she didn't have the best experience because she took so long to get him to stay hard, etc. I just went, you know what? You need a good fuck because you had a bit of a rough time. And I just flipped her over pulled her panties off, spread her legs, and I went to town. And the the way she was moaning, she was still wet from him. It just the whole thing, I was just like, this is so fucking hot. And it's probably the most orgasm she's had in a long time. Like I think it was like four or five in the space of 20 minutes. And I was just like, this is what, I hear on podcasts like on yours where they're reclaiming sex. I was like, this is the reclaiming sex that I wanted. And she said the same thing. It was really, really hot. We both laid there after and went, holy crap, if that's what it's like all the time, that's heaven. <laughs> Keep going out. Keep going out on more dates. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So on my side, trying to find guys, because after that, she's like, well, I can't wait for you to find someone so then when you come home she's like i'm gonna reclaim your ass and i was like well that's hot and i I sort of said to her funny enough i was like well how are you gonna do that and she's like i'm your mistress i'll find a way and i was like that's fucking hot (laughs) unfortunately for me trying to line up someone that's not a flake or bails every two seconds is quite hard my wife even went on to my grinder profile we changed it and made it a little more appealing and just haven't had any luck yet, which is a bit disappointing. How are you pitching yourself? Is it like, hey, I'm a couple, I'm a man in a marriage looking to fuck a guy while my wife stays home? Like, what is your, like, how do you put yourself out there? So basically, my profile was very similar to what you said. And my wife's like, look, you could, maybe if you start talking to this guy more and more, you can mention the whole being married thing, but let's maybe set the profile as you're just a single bi guy and some of my pictures apparently weren't appealing so my wife went through my phone and found <laughs> some nice photos of me and uh, yeah. then 
She's got, she's got better spelling and grammar than I do, so she uh, fixed all up my bio and everything. And look, I've got a few hits and stuff, and people talk to me, but it's just whether they actually want to commit or not was always a painful thing. I did have one guy, and he was just like, you're hot, you're sexy, and I see him in ass pictures, like with me bent over, my wife pegging me. He's like, oh, my fucking God. He... I have been told I've got like a woman's ass and a bit of a woman's figure as far as like the hourglass figure. From my point of view, I get very self-conscious with my bigger ass, but my wife reckons it's, for a guy's point of view, it'd be fucking amazing. You know what's another angle, and I don't know if you're down for this or if you put this out there, but a lot of straight guys are looking to hook up with a guy who's wearing panties and is a sissy slut. Do you know what I mean? Did you ever think to set up that scenario with a guy because I bet you you get hit up by a lot of married guys for that shit because that's what I hear all the time from those guys well it's funny um, listening to your podcast and stuff it must be an American thing or a like another state in Australia like Sydney because I have mentioned that to a few people where I am in Queensland and no go it just doesn't seem like it yeah no, no go like one guy I was talking to no, he was like really keen on me. And the minute I mentioned wearing panties and stuff like in a harness, he was kind of like, oh, that's new to me. I've never done that before. <laughs> and then he went really cold. So I was like, oh, okay, well, he's not really into that then. Yeah. Well, what app are you on doing this? Are you only on one app? Like, what are you, where are you? So basically, Grinder, I did, have, I do have Fet Life and another one. Fet Life's a bit hard. A lot of people around my area are usually just poly, like poly or anyone girls, not the guys. Or if I do find a, a bi male, he's like in his 50s and my dad's in my 50s, so it's just be way too weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So it's mainly just Grinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you put your dick size on? I mean, you have a bigger dick. Do you lead with that? Because unlike your um, wife, okay, actually. unlike your wife, guys are going to like the fact that you're seven and a half inches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, for me, basically being a bottom, I guess I don't, I don't always lead with the dick size. Um, it, it's usually, it's usually me, like, oh, how big's your dick? Yeah, like being oh, that yeah, size I never thought of and, that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, the one guy that I have been talking to, he's, you know, said all the right things, reckons I'm really hot and cute and sexy, which from my confidence point of view, I've never really liked my body anyway. So it's always nice to hear that. They're all those compliments. Just unfortunately, he's always got an excuse as to why he can't come over. Right. So you haven't been able to meet up with him? No. no. And then my wife's of we sort of had a bit of a discussion and I said, oh, maybe I'm leaving myself open to just one guy all the time, mate. And she's like, just get on the app and just start messaging fucking everyone if you have to. And and just go from there, which I have done. But again, it's just, I don't know what it is with Australia or Queensland, but just grinder is just very painful to get someone. Maybe you should try a different very frustrating. app. Maybe you should try a different app. That's what I was thinking. Have you had any other threesomes besides that one? Those that that the other ones that you told me about? We haven't. This, the guy that we had second has tried a few times, but unfortunately, wife and I we just sort of stepped away from playing oh, for yeah, a while to sort that. out yeah. some mm-hmm. family stuff. But yeah, he's just. We, I wanted to do it with him again because I liked his dick size and everything. But just yeah, I don't think with him the dynamic it it's a the best fit. 
Right. And now with your wife, is, she, is it just the same um, guy that she has from her past or is she on the apps looking for new guys as well? So that stepped up. She's now, um, I don't know what app she's actually using, um, but basically she's found someone else now. Um, I won't say too much on it because obviously I'll get him in trouble, but he's actually a detective in the police force. Oh, okay. So, and... I don't know what it is, but I said, even from my point of view, I said, I'm not even doing anything with this guy, and I think it's a fucking turn on. I said, how hot is that? I said, a detective. I was like, yeah, at work, he's seeing things, and then in his private life, he's doing a married woman. So I was like, that's pretty fucking hot. Yeah. Has she met up with him yet? Yeah, she's met up with him a couple of times now. The first time, he was very nervous, and apparently he'd just come out of a long-term relationship, etc. So... He was very nervous with my wife. Um, my wife always says that she gets worried that she must come across very, very intimidating. So I was like, oh, maybe it's just them, honey. So you can be intimidating sometimes, but I said, you're wrong. I don't think guys are used to women that are that direct with big dick energy. So I think it's she's definitely intimidating, I'm sure. That's right. Because, I mean, without stereotyping too much, but girls, quiet, soft, as where my wife, she, she's like loud, she's direct. And my wife, she's, I wouldn't say like a rough childhood, but there's been some things in her life that hasn't been the best. And her family is very loud. And you always had to, for a child, if you want to get heard, you got to kind of be loud. So she, especially when she drinks, she can get very, very loud. <laughs> and some, some of my family, they kind of go, oh, wow, like you can talk quieter if you want. Like that sort of aspect of it but yeah so she's been with this guy a couple times the detective so the first time he was a little nervous yeah Yeah. the second time not so much um she was going for her for her nursing and graduation dinner and she texted me and she's like hey i'm gonna meet up with him before i get ready and i was at work so i was like yeah okay no dramas and evidently they went to a park and she gave him a head job out in public in the park and they almost got caught because someone walked past and he sort of held her and was just like freeze don't move kind of thing (laughs) and then yeah but she said to me that he's she felt really turned on she reckons that if she didn't have a family at her graduation dinner she wouldn't have come home and fucked me because she was that wet but basically he is short is not as long as me but probably freaking five times as thick as me. So she's like, oh, I like the length, but she's like, he's really thick. And she's like, I'm actually a little bit worried. She's like, you're thick and I struggle with you sometimes. Oh, she didn't like it. Oh, yeah, she's the one finger girl. So that's not going to be good for her. Yeah. I mean, my length and girth is what she said, probably just a little bit too big, but he's obviously a lot thicker than I am. And then she's like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, hey. If you're really wet and relaxed, I'm sure you'll be okay. <laughs> and then she disclosed to me, actually only last night, that she sent a pussy shot, pussy, pussy picture to him. And in the seven or so, only eight years we've been together, she's only ever sent me one picture. And I'm like, wow. And she's like, oh, what's wrong? And I'm like... I'm actually just really shocked that you sent one. I said, because you're not one of those girls that ever want to dick pics or that kind of stuff. And we've only ever sent 
couple of photos together when we we're being apart on our work stuff. Um, I'm like, that's really big. And she's like, are you upset with me? And I was like, no, I'm just more shocked. But at the same time, I was turned on. And I was like, all right, give us a look at the picture. And she's like, yeah, here you go. And I went, oh, that's a good picture. So that shows that, one, you've obviously just played with yourself because you're really fucking wet and I can see that. And two, it's just nice and petite. And she laughed and she's like, well, he liked it too. So I think they're trying to meet up so then they can actually go all the way, which, again, I can't wait because I get to reclaim sex. And some people may look down on it, but I just think it's really fucking hot. Let me ask you this, because it sounds like there you don't have many rules in place as far as like the texting and communication with these solo people, is it like anything goes? And and then the, my other question is, what about the rules as far as what she's doing when she's out? Like it's never, she doesn't have to reach out to you and tell you what's going on. You like to be kept in the dark. As far as rules, obviously, I said before, wedding ring stays on. I don't tell her she has to, but she and herself discloses that she is married and lets less of them know hey this is the deal let me ask you a quick question because it sounds like she just texted him out of the blue and you were like surprised i mean do you did you ever talk about any kind of rules or regulations when it comes to outside texting of these solo people no no rules as far as that no okay cool. um, as long as we just communicate together and she'll just let me know like hey i'm talking to this guy or meeting up with this guy and right it's down then of course yeah there's no crossing the line there. And then my other question then would be as well, because it sounds like she goes out and you don't know when she's going to fucking come home. And if she comes home late, you assume she did something or she comes home early, you assume she didn't. I mean, there's no kind of setup where she needs to text you what she's doing or what's happening. You you want to kind of be like not in the know and find out when she comes home. Not so much a rule, I guess. Um, I'm a cur- I like courtesy. She'll let me know like, hey, like when she met up with the detective guy, she's like, hey, I'm going to this park just in case with like laughy faces. So sometimes she'll just let me know where she's going. Yeah, which she should because she's with a strange guy. I don't know why. I just thought of that girl that was on the submarine that got fucking killed by that guy. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought yeah. Yeah. So that, it's more just a common courtesy, those ones. But as far as her texting me to out, there's no sort of rules on that. It's just if she wants to, she can. But yeah, if not, it's okay. Right, and you just find out when she gets home and she tells you and you're good to go. That's right, yeah. I mean, it's hard for me sometimes, like, if I'm at home with the kids and I'm doing stuff, I'm busy doing with dinners and stuff, and then also I'm in the back of the line and go, shit, she's probably doing something better than I am right now. Like, So then that, it builds the excitement of when she comes home or, like, meeting out with the old mate at the park. I'm at work, so... I, it's like kind of that hot sort of anticipation. I was like, I can't wait for her to tell me everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. That could be a part of it, right? Not The not knowing. I mean, because listen, everyone's story is different. Some guys want to know. I've had guys that are into the hot wife situations where their wife like calls them on the phone and then just leaves it on the table while she's fucking the other guy so they could hear. You know, everybody has a different thing that turns them on. And I think like maybe with you, it's kind of the not knowing that adds to it. And then when she gets home, it's like a surprise. It's your gift. You get to find out. It's a, I said to myself the other day, it's kind of like a, like a movie, like a little girl laying in the bed with her head in her hands and feet up in the air, kind of like excitement. Like, Oh, tell me more, tell me more. 
And I guess that is how it is when she gets home. It's like, all right, tell me everything. Let's go. <laughs> right. So you have no clue, nothing's, no spoiler alerts. So it is really all for the first time. So that kind of makes sense to set it up that way. That's right. Like, especially the first time, the first guy you know, she had sex with, obviously being so late, I I assumed, but in the same time, I was like, hey, they could have just had a late, who knows? So I was sort of prepared for both sides to it. And then when she told me, I was, I guess because it is the first time, I was like, oh, okay, you did actually have sex. You did do this. And it was like, this is so new. And I didn't, and it took me a second to process it. And I was like, no, we'll discuss this. It's all good. And then I literally, literally switched from worried to horny. Like yeah. it was just that quick. Yeah, that's interesting, especially from a guy who was super jealous and you have a a history you were cheated on. So I figured that it can be triggering. And and I think some people would think it would definitely be triggering if to have your girl be with somebody else coming from that kind of background. But you that's right. It's interesting that you don't have that at all. Yeah, I mean, I guess in the beginning, that's why it did take me a little bit to sort of like, oh, okay, I'll let her, not let her do it, but let's go down this road because of my past. But the good thing is my wife, she, even from day one dating, she's never, ever given me an inkling that there was someone else. She's just always been 100% all about me, loyal to the bone and with our good communication, I mean, not all the time, but good communication for the most part, it just has made everything so much easier. Yeah, that comes down to trust. You trust her. So it doesn't matter That's what right. happened in your past. You fully 100% trust her. It sounds like she's so transparent. What would she be hiding from you? Everything is so on the table with you guys. So why would you be jealous? There's nothing to be jealous of. I think that that's great. Now, does she know you're that's calling right. in? Does she know you're calling in? Yes, she's actually probably looking at time now. She's probably getting up and getting ready to go to work. So, yeah, she knows I'm calling in. Oh, cool. <laughs> she got to listen to the episode. Can you send in? So, listen, if she knows, like, would you want to send in um, anonymous pics for my Patreon of you and her? Yeah, I could. Yeah, we could do that. All right. Awesome. Like nothing X rated for me, but uh, like sexy pics is always cool. People like to put that kind of stuff if you want of your wife, but like anonymous. And then what I'll also do, Dave, is give you access to my private discord. And there's a section there. I mean, everyone else pays to go in. There's like 1500 people on there. You could go in and talk to people and you could post whatever you want there. You know, did you want to give a shout out in case anybody because I do have listen. I mean, most of my listeners are from the United States, but the two following places where people People listen or Canada and Australia. So, do you want? Would you want to? Like, if anyone's in, where are you from? Queensland. Where are you? Where are you located? You want to give a shout out? Yeah. So the state's Queensland, but the city I'm in is Brisbane. So. Okay, Brisbane. So if anyone's in Brisbane, you want to fucking hook up with David? Email me. I'll send it to him. Or how could they get in touch with you? You're looking for a guy. Yeah. That's right. I mean, even Fat Life. I think I'm under Kitten on Fat Life. So, or they can just. Email you or DM you and, yeah, and I'll get in touch you. Yeah, you're looking to get your solo action too. So if anyone's in Brisbane listening and they want to hook up with Dave, I mean, you're down for a lot of things and you're super open and you got like an interesting setup that I think a lot of guys would be interested in. I just think you need more exposure. So maybe someone from Brisbane's listening. So listen, David, thank you so much for calling in and telling me your story. It's super interesting. No dramas. Thank you for having me on again. Yeah, I love it. Again, you're on before? 
Oh, no, just like Oh, because you said again, it before. So. Okay, yeah, yeah I knew yeah. you were. Yeah. And send me those pictures sooner than later because your episode will be up soon, okay? And I'll send you the free link to Discord when you're on, okay? So, Eddie, sounds good. Awesome. This was the best. Thanks, David. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Bye. Oh, wait, and tell your wife if she ever wants to call in. I'd love to get the story from her. I will do. Okay, cool. All right, bye. Uh, thank you for that. Bye. See you, Kathy. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.